Ladies, what if I told you there was a medication that you could take that could control your PMS, balance your moods, improve your cholesterol, improve heart health, decrease bloating, all with one pill? Would you be interested in that? Hey everybody, Dr. Wenzel here. Welcome to the Concierge Medicine Show. This is a show where it's all about conversations you need to be having with your physician in 30 minutes or less. This week, welcome to episode number 17, where we are diving into a series of hormones. This is part five of seven, where we have been really looking at all of the most important hormones that are involved in the human experience. And today, it is all about progesterone. Now, without going too overly biochemistry on all of you today, although I really like to do the biochemistry, progesterone is a hormone that's found in all human beings. It's part of the the elaborate pathway from cholesterol becoming all of the hormones that we know um, that it creates, and progesterone is one of those. However, for the purpose of this conversation, we're going to talk about progesterone replacement in females. The 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 idea and notion of progesterone um, optimizing for m- men is really beyond the scope of this discussion, and frankly, it just isn't very interesting to me because uh, I don't think the data is there. So today's show is all about progesterone replacement in women. You know, progesterone is um, a critical hormone in the experience of a female's life. It is um, the counterpart to estrogen uh, in a premenopausal woman. It is the it is the counterbalance to everything that is um, involved. Uh, or influenced by estrogen. Um, It is a key component to optimal health, having progesterone levels that are optimized. And the interesting point uh, that I hope that you get from this particular episode is that all adult women should consider replacing progesterone. There are not only a ton of feel-good benefits, but there are a ton of studies that show long-term health benefit from optimization of progesterone for all adult women. So in today's show, I'm going to give you the three most important things that you need to know and understand about progesterone and the two conversations that you need to be having with your doctor today. So first of all, the first thing you need to understand is what is progesterone? Progesterone is a hormone that's made by women in their ovaries and their adrenal glands. And during pregnancy, it's actually made by the placenta. Um, It serves two primary roles in a woman's life. Um, The the first uh, of the primary roles is that it is the hormone of pregnancy, as I mentioned. Just in the name itself, you can see progesterone, progestation, pro-life, pro supporting of the growth of another human being it's by by definition a a pregnancy hormone that is probably it's certainly 
most significant roles uh, that it plays in in the the human experience. And it also acts, as I mentioned earlier, as a balancer to the, the hormone we know, estrogen. So as a woman's cycle goes along, uh, as she approaches ovulation, you get a premenstrual syndrome. And, and this syndrome is due in large part to massive surges of estrogen, the bloating, the headache, uh, the mood swings. And then progesterone comes along and balances all those out. And women who have abnormal balances in progesterone or estrogen will definitely experience abnormal bleeding, fibroids, uterines, uh, ovarian cysts, these types of things. And and it's oftentimes this imbalance, not having enough progesterone that causes a lot of these symptoms that we um, hear women complaining about. So those are the two primary uh, roles progesterone plays in a woman's life. There are a ton, though, of secondary benefits that really don't get the attention that they deserve. And I think that you will be very interested in what these are. First of all, as I mentioned, PMS, uh, it is a an incredible strategy for um, treating severe PMS. Uh, progesterone can be a mainstay of treatment. It also is an incredible treatment for postpartum depression. As I mentioned, the primary role, one of the primary roles is progestation. So during pregnancy, the, the, the placenta produces massive amounts of progesterone all the way through pregnancy. Matter of fact, if you have low levels of progesterone, you may have a history of second or third trimester miscarriages. One of the commonest reasons for those late-term uh, miscarriages is that a woman, just their body does not produce enough progesterone. But in a viable pregnancy, to the point of delivery, progesterone is through the roof. It produces this euphoric feeling that a lot of women experience during pregnancy outside of the, the early, early first trimester where you're kind of nauseous and your body's changing. There is this reported euphoria, skin, hair, mood of women during the second and certainly the first part of the third trimester. Um, and this is all directly linked to progesterone levels being very, very high. And then what happens is you deliver a baby and then you deliver a placenta and progesterone levels go from astronomical levels to zero. And within a 24-hour period, women go from feeling euphoric, have a baby, to massively depressed. This is not a Prozac deficiency. This is a progesterone deficiency. And progesterone is a fantastic treatment for postpartum depression. Uh, let me just rattle through some more of these secondary benefits. It's synergistic, which means it works together. Synergy means one plus one doesn't equal two. One plus one equals many more than the additive effect of estrogen on heart health. Um, it also is an excellent sleep aid. Um, it works as a very somnolent hormone. It's a very stabilizing, and, and we use it in our practice uh, not only for the uh, health benefits long term, but as a sleep aid. And, aid. and we leverage that is because we have our women take it at nighttime. It can make you feel a little drowsy, a little sleepy, which is kind of great. Um, it's also excellent for stimulating bone growth. Um, so now we've learned about three things that stimulate bone growth for women, testosterone, estrogen, and now progesterone is at play with the generation of uh, strong, healthy bones, which as a woman uh, is a major, major risk of death. Uh, women post hip fracture have a life expectancy of approximately six months. 
it's a big deal. Osteoporosis is a big, big deal, and progesterone can help you. It also lowers cholesterol. It protects against breast and uterine cancer. Um, If high levels of estrogen are a risk for breast and uterine cancer, progesterone being optimized is a risk reducer. Uh, This is why no woman on the planet uh, should ever take unopposed estrogen because that would put you in harm's way. You have to counterbalance the benefits of estrogen and the risk with progesterone. Progesterone counterbalances that. Um, And uh, as I stated before, it it moderates a lot of the side effects of of women who suffer from excess estrogen, like fibroids and abnormal periods and excessive bleeding and bloating and cramping and headaches and, you know, moodiness. Uh, It's a fantastic, fantastic uh, hormone. The second thing that you really need to understand, and this is where the road kind of splits, because what I've been referring to up until this point is progesterone. And if you've been following this series, semantics really matters. When I talk about natural progesterone, I'm talking about a bioidentical uh, molecule uh, that your, your organs make, not a synthetically made compound that is made to look like and mimic what nature has given you. I'm referring to the exact replica of progesterone does all of these wonderful things. There is something that you need to be very aware of in this conversation about synthetic versus bioidentical. And in the world of progesterone, there is something called progestins. Okay, progestins are synthetic variants of natural hormones. Progestin, the most famous progestin, is something called Provera. All right, Provera is a synthetic progesterone. I'll dive a little bit more into that. Um, But you need to understand, again, that progestins are actually known to increase risk of cancer. Many, many studies have been Uh, It was first demonstrated in the Women's Health Initiative trial in 2003. It has subsequently been reinforced by multiple multiple studies that uh, progestins do, in fact, increase risk of cancer uh, and stroke. Uh, But progestins are not progesterone. Progestins are synthetic progesterone. I just want to hammer that home because it's very, very important. So again, where did all this confusion come from? And it really all begins with the Women's Health Initiative, much like the confusion around estrogen replacement. The Women's Health Initiative trial was published in 2003, uh, assessing women's risk for breast, uterine, uh, cancers, and heart disease uh, by women who were on hormones. The problem is that trial used synthetic progesterone and synthetic uh, estrogen as the drugs. And it has been extrapolated that the negative outcomes that were experienced in the Women's Health Initiative were going to be put on all hormones. And you just cannot do that. Uh, Anybody who understands interpreting data, that this is is a travesty and it's caused a massive amount of suffering uh, in both men and women in unwarranted fear around natural bioidentical hormones because of the extrapolation of risk from these synthetic uh, variants. Um, The Provera in that study was the synthetic progestin, the synthetic progesterone uh, Provera. Actually, it was fleshed out that Provera was isolated as the primary contributor to raising breast cancer 
in the patients in the WHI trial. But progestin, the Provera, the progestin that it was in that trial, again, was not progesterone. It was a synthetic lookalike made to mimic natural progesterone. Um, this progestin also increased risk of blood clots, um, caused weight gain, retention, swelling, breast tenderness. Um, and over the last 15 years, the media and pop culture has really done an effective job at confusing both patients and physicians as to what's safe and what's appropriate around um, replacing of both estrogen and progesterone. Um, And so I believe that that's the root of the confusion. I would encourage you to just simply get on Google and you can search out the Women's Health Initiative uh, in the spring of 2003, I believe. Um, the WHI trial is another way you could, um, search that and do for yourself, read the, the statements, read the abstracts and read some of the conclusions. And you will find it very, very clear, um, that the synthetic progestin, uh, called Provera, which we still commonly prescribe as physicians, uh, for abnormal bleeding and a lot of symptoms, um, is, is really, uh, fascinating to me in all the the worst ways that we continue to prescribe that. Yet, we really don't have a lot of clarity as physicians around why we don't prescribe natural progesterone. Uh, None of my women in my clinic are on progestins. They are not on Provera. They are only on natural progesterone. And many of them not only will experience the long-term health benefits of this hormone being optimized, but they actually feel amazing on it. So here are the two conversations that I really want you to have with your doctor uh, around progesterone. And the first question is simply, should I consider replacing my progesterone? And and we have three brackets of women, right? We have women who, I'm, I'm referring to adult women, um, so women above 18. You have the, the first bracket of women, which are premenopausal. In other words, you're still having periods. Then you have perimenopausal, women who are around uh, menopause, kind of intermittent symptoms. They're not quite in menopause, but they're certainly not regular. And then we have obviously the postmenopausal women. And the truth is all women, adult women should be taking progesterone or at least considering it. Um, that is one man's opinion. That is, that is my conviction. And I encourage all of my women, even my 19 year olds who have irregular bleeding, uh, irregular periods, progesterone is fantastic for s- fixing that. Uh, those women tend to be estrogen dominant and um, they sleep better, their mood is more stabilized, and they feel better about themselves because they actually feel better. Um, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, premenopausal women, these are women who are still in childbearing ages. Um, and one of the commonest reasons for late-term trimester, re- late-term miscarriages is in fact in, uh, a deficiency in progesterone um, levels and and by ensuring that throughout your pregnancy your progesterone levels are high will ensure that you have a long vibrant pregnancy and the baby is not in any harm's way it's an excellent treatment for pms in premenopausal women and it's an excellent sleep aid for our perimenopausal women uh it is an excellent treatment for hot flashes 
which uh, comes from the sudden decrease and drop of, of estrogen in your body. That progesterone really can smooth out that transition. Um, and our postmenopausal women, the, the benefits really lie in bone health and the synergistic effect it has with estrogen around cardiovascular health. Um, and it turns out there are plenty of studies, uh, if you look, uh, and again, I encourage you to, to look into this yourself, but there are, are n- a number of well-documented studies showing uterine and breast cancer uh, prevention uh, in women who are postmenopausal who are optimizing their progesterone. So clearly, uh, no shortage of reasons to be on it, uh, only reasons around confusion and an unwarranted fear. Um, and uh, just a lack of clarity on truth uh, for reasons not to be on it, I would highly consider, um, I would highly recommend considering um, replacing that. And and that conversation needs to begin with your private physician. And um, the light is beginning to be shown on this, and there are a lot of physicians who are now understanding the power of hormone optimization in the world of natural or bioidentical hormones, not synthetic hormones. Okay. And like most of our episodes, we can't have a conversation with our physician uh, without having a conversation around what are my levels, right? You have to know your numbers and there are data out there that supports certain levels for benefit and uh, normal levels uh, in a um, premenopausal woman are anywhere between four and 25 the reason the, the, the range is so wide is because it varies based on the time of the cycle, right? Front half of the cycle is very estrogen dominant. The back half is very progesterone dominant. And so depending on when you, you check it, you know, you're going to have some varying levels. What I believe to be the optimal level for a woman is somewhere between 10 and 30. Um, and again, if you're premenopausal, you know, you're going to have those waxing and waning levels, but postmenopausal woman, you don't have those cycles in those periods. You need to find a baseline of around 10 to 30 um, to really give you some of those cardiovascular bone and breast uterine uh, cancer uh, risk prevention. Um, you need those levels to be around there to, to, to achieve those uh, benefits. And, and the bottom line is the higher, the better for protection for your breast and your uterus. I mean, the data is very clear. So levels 20, 30 uh, for my postmenopausal uh, clients is kind of where I target. So listen, here are the big take-home points. Uh, progestins like Provera, uh, which was demonstrated in the Women's Health Initiative uh, as the, the, the risk for stroke, heart attack, breast cancer, uterine cancer is not the same as natural or bioidentical progesterone. They cannot be extrapolated to be the same. They are different. Uh, The second big take-home point is that virtually all adult women would benefit from optimizing their progesterone, all of them. Uh, The third take-home point is that optimizing um, your progesterone levels is, is honestly one of the most important things you can do to increase both your lifespan and the quality of years in your life. It just makes you feel better and can help prevent disease down the road. And I don't know anybody who shouldn't be interested in living longer and living better. So listen, I hope you enjoyed this show uh, all about progesterone for women. Um, Please use this information to spark 
your own self-learning and some conversations with your doctor around how this wonderful hormone being optimized can improve your life. Um, share it with anybody you think would find it valuable, uh, like it. And, um, you know, if, if you would leave a comment uh, or a review on either YouTube or iTunes, it would mean the world to me. I really love bringing you this information and I have uh, experienced a unique level of joy producing this hormone uh, series. I just really feel like it's right on time, as they say. It, it, we need to clear the air. We need to set some things straight. And you deserve to not only live longer, but feel better. So I hope you have a great week. Go get them. And we'll see you next week when we talk about thyroid. Take care. Hey, everybody. Thanks again for watching the show. I'm sure it goes without saying, but I feel compelled to share with you. Obviously, I want to help uh, as many people as possible. Um, but before you make any medical changes, please, please consult with your physician. Don't do any of this on your own. Um, you don't want to put yourself in any harm's way. And um, again, thanks a bunch for watching the show. If you have any questions or comments, again, please leave them and we'll get back to you. Take care.